Well, it's finals week here at Georgia Southwestern State University, and we're finishing up the semester with the final What's in the Cup podcast of the semester. Finals started today, Friday finals. Well, it couldn't be much better than Friday finals. Uh, We get a couple days off, and the students come back on Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday to finish up, and uh, we'll graduate everybody on Friday the 13th. I'm uh, curious as to what kind of interesting things might happen at a graduation on Friday the 13th. I asked somebody the other day if Jason should show up for commencement and uh, they looked at me like they didn't know what I was talking about and uh, I realized pretty quickly that they didn't know who Jason was. So I'm, uh, so I guess I've shown my age, but welcome to the What's in the Cup podcast. I'm Neil Weaver, uh, sitting here in the president's office at Georgia Southwestern. And uh, speaking of commencement, we have a special guest with us today. Amber DeBase is here, and uh, not only a faculty member, but also uh, the brains and the brawn behind commencement. And so we're excited to have you with us today and look forward to a conversation about uh, all the things you do here at the university. So welcome. Thank you. It's great to be here. We... uh, we, we have a lot of fun with finals week. The students obviously are a little stressed. And um, I, was, I was trying to think back to the days when I took finals. And I don't remember being this stressed or, or as uh, concerned as they seem to be. And uh, one of my boys reminded me that I probably didn't take the test near as seriously as our <laughs> students are doing. So uh, they've seen my grade. So they know that uh, passing finals was the least of my concerns at the time but uh as you as you give your finals have you did you give one today i gave one first thing this morning first thing this morning how many how many finals do you give um i well i have five classes okay. so so I'll, do they all have tests or yes. some of okay all five have tests and i decided this semester to not give cumulative tests so they oh. were yeah that was my gift <laughs> to the students <laughs> that so. is a much better deal so what is it what was the so if it's not cumulative does that mm-hmm. reduce some of the anxiety in that it does i mean we we still have a review session you know things they should carry forward and to their other classes but um, I usually try to tie a team project in with it as well and, and it seems to ease some of that tension they and they tend to learn more instead of just cramming things yeah so yeah so tell us the five classes uh, well I teach uh, I'm teaching management online a, t- a couple sections of that and then I have a business communication and a leadership class okay so, so uh, so online and in person different, oh, similar. Oh well, as far as finals go. Well, I mean, no, th- I mean they're basically the same test, um, but online I think it's a little bit they, they get a little bit more anxious because they're proctored, so they have someone oh, yeah. watching, watching them, them <laughs> almost in their face. So, so there's a little bit more anxiety there than in, in on campus. I understand. I, w- I don't know that I'd want somebody lick, looking over my shoulder the whole time I was taking a test. I think uh, the first time you take one of those proctored exams, it's, it's something to get used to for sure. I would think so. I would think so. Well, well, Amber, we're going to talk a little bit more about uh, the finals that you give and some of the commencement stuff. We always get started with some uh, discussion around uh, student success, retention, and uh, making sure our students are aware of the opportunities they have. And so I want to remind everyone that enrollment is open uh, both uh, actually for winter intercession 
for spring and for summer. So students can go in now and really plan out uh, all the way from January through uh, really the end of July and uh, kind of know what they have on, on, on their schedule and, and how they want to manage their uh, course load. So I want to encourage students, if, if they haven't done that, to go ahead and do that. Uh, payment, uh, tuition, people still have to pay tuition and fees uh, in order to take the classes, but uh, this is the first year where we've been able to move the payment back to uh, January, and so January 15th will be the payment day for spring semester. I think January 4th is uh, the payment day for uh, intercession, winter intercession. So uh, I remind students to keep all those uh, gift checks that they get for the holidays, and they can uh, accumulate enough to... Uh, pay for their college they don't want to I know they might want to to buy a, a slinky or something really exciting like that but uh, I would suggest that they keep their keep their funds available so that they can come to class but don't miss this opportunity make sure before you leave campus that you talk to your advisor get your schedule and uh, have have a good plan going forward so you can re relax and enjoy uh, the holiday and uh, enjoy your families and not worry too much about what's coming up. Uh, the other thing that uh, obviously is a part of student success is commencement. We have commencement coming up on Friday the 13th. We have two uh, ceremonies this time. This is the first time we've uh, gone to two ceremonies. Last year, oh, really for the two previous years that I've been here, we've had overflow rooms and uh, multiple times we've had those overflow overflow rooms overflow and so we've had to have right. two or three and uh, one of the things that i think we pride ourselves on here at georgia southwestern is being a family and being uh, close and uh, we know you and we want to welcome everybody and give them a great experience and and uh and I just, I don't think any of us felt comfortable that overflow rooms and watching a commencement on a, on a TV screen was delivering uh, kind of our, our core, uh, you know, who we are. And so, uh, so we, we split it this year. We're going to go to two ceremonies. The first ceremony at 11 o'clock will be for all of the undergraduate students in all disciplines. And then the afternoon uh, graduation will be for all the graduate students from all the disciplines. And so uh, I think it'll be interesting to see how the dynamics change, uh, undergraduate students versus graduate students. Uh, I would I would anticipate the first one being more rowdy, uh, a little bit more cheering and uh, excitement. And I would think more family members, generally speaking, our, our uh, first-time graduates bring on average, I would say, what do you think, 10, 12, 15 people with them? Oh, definitely. It's yeah. amazing how many people come mm -hmm. to be a part of that event. And then we, and we get a lot of students as well, uh, right. whether if they're in an organization or just friends. And so, yeah, we'll have a packed house for sure. Yeah. And then the graduate students are a little different. Sometimes mm -hmm. you're generally a little older and they have, uh, a lot of times you see they're, they're bringing their own kids uh, with them yes. to the uh, ceremony and so uh, it's fun to see moms and dads walking across the stage and the pictures that they take with their own kids and uh, seeing the influence that that might have on on their their own families and so that'll be an interesting dynamic now tell us a little bit about 
uh, commencement. I know you you see it from a whole different perspective. Would be my guess because you start what a, a week or two weeks or a month, uh, <laughs> a couple ahead, months in advance. Couple months in advance. Tell us what goes into making commencement work. Well, I actually we I actually start right after commencement on the next one, uh, starting to line up uh, some of our sound folks and um, get get things on the books. But uh, we do start a few months in advance. There's a lot of behind the scenes that people don't see. And when something that I think goes wrong with graduation, nobody else sees it. You know, they have no <laughs> idea. So, but from my perspective, just putting so much time and effort, you know, yeah. you want everything. It's almost like a wedding. We just keep right. having these weddings over every twice over a year. Yeah. <laughs> and, um, and you want everything to be perfect. Um, but there's a lot of planning. Um, you know, there's a, there are a lot of pieces um, that have to go into place. There's a lot of people involved with the university, um, from our plant to the registrar to the president's office. Um, we're getting you know. the basketball teams to not mm-hmm. be practicing well, while that's, we're that's you know, right. having that's a right. commencement I ceremony. Mean, I, I, you know, there have been times where we've really had to crunch, you know, to, to get everything set up because it does take us a few days um, to get, you know, the floor covering down and get the stage set up and get all the flowers and all the chairs perfect. And uh, mm-hmm. I had a really good um, teacher, um, Arthur Clark, uh, that I started helping with years ago. And um, I was very sad when he retired. It, it was, it was, you know, big shoes to fill um, just because he is a perfectionist. And, uh, and we did, we want it to be very, very special uh, for, for our graduates because they worked really hard to get here. And, um, you know, we want to make sure that it's what they expect. Right. And you mentioned sound equipment has to be brought in. Uh, we have to bring in photographers, and so you have to get on their schedule. And of course, there, there's other com- other universities across the state mm-hmm. all having commencements in generally right. the same time frame. Yes. And so, getting somebody to do uh, to come and and prov- you know provide that service here, mm-hmm. uh, flowers. I, I you know I know we have certainly at this time of the year we get a lot of the poinsettias and uh, it looks so beautiful. And I, I know, but that you know ordering those. And, yes, I order know, those at least six weeks in advance. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, how many how many do we get? Oh well, around 120. Wow. So yeah. Okay. yeah, and we'll have those delivered about a day before and make everything perfect and. Um, it's really interesting too because we order some flowers um, and our local florist Leon um, he's been doing our flowers since I think he said it was 1972 oh wow so it's been a long time he kind of knows what he, what he to knows do, what huh? he's doing so <laughs> um, but he, he does a wonderful job he certainly does and, and like I said it's a it's every time I walk in and uh, when I get to walk in you know you, I, I see the end result, and so uh, it's always stunning to me to to see how pretty it looks and how how well prepared everything is. And and I know for the families and the uh, students when they walk in, it's 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 our gymnasium, but it doesn't feel like our gymnasium. And, and right. that's what I think is so special is it really uh, sets a great environment for them, and and uh, it is a special day. Definitely, and, and it's important to them, important to their families, and so uh, we certainly appreciate all the time and effort and thought that goes into it. And I know that, as you say, it takes months, and and, and not just—I mean, it takes. I, I, speaking for you here, but maybe an hour a day, mm-hmm. you know, f- five months ago to get a couple of things done, but right. you have to like keep reminding yourself. I would imagine that's right. Okay, it's time to do another piece of it. Yes. 
and I and I did inherit a uh, it was about a twenty page step by step instruction <laughs> manual, which I was extremely happy to get and uh, that keeps me on track and I still use it still use that, um, right. just to make sure that I have all my decks in a row <laughs> well it's uh, and I, I know you don't work alone I know mm-hmm. there's other people uh, a variety of people across campus uh, and then when we get to the ceremony itself we have volunteers that uh, help with the with the marshalling and and ushering and right. all kinds of things and so uh, I mean if you had to guess uh 50 people oh at least at least at involved least. in the in just making the event happen yes and and i'll tell you the ushers they they in the past they've had a tough job sometimes when they've had to tell those family members about the overflow rooms right. and um so this year will be a lot it'll be a better job to have it certainly will be hopefully um, won't have any of those pointing issues. out the empty seats yeah. as opposed That's to right. where That's the overflow right. rooms so. it might might, yeah. Uh, yeah, I would imagine they got yelled at a few times. Um, yes. Yeah. And, um, and I'm very appreciative, um, of those volunteers because now they're, they're putting in double effort, you know, for two ceremonies. Yeah. So that's, that's, that's right. really special that we have folks that are willing, um, to do that. Right. So. And I, and again, I, I hope, I think they see it the same way as, you know, this is, this is who we are. This is the way we want to do this. And, mm-hmm. uh, if it takes more of our time to deliver a great experience for our students, uh, we see it all. I see it every day during the regular school year. You know, we have people all over this campus that go above and beyond their you know what what we would call their job duties or responsibilities to make sure that students have a really good experience and and uh, as a faculty member I know you go out of your way to make sure that they get an internship or that they're prepared for a job interview not just teaching them the class but going a little bit beyond what that might be expected in making sure they have a great experience. Oh, definitely. And we see that in almost everything that happens here at the campus. Mm-hmm. Sometimes they call me their GSW mom. <laughs> that might be if I yell at them. <laughs> All right, we've got uh, we've got some things going on uh, campus operations wise that uh, people need to know about first. The uh, bids for the ACE building are going to open on uh, Tuesday of next week. And so I need everybody to uh, keep your fingers crossed, say a prayer, whatever it is you do, uh, find a four-leaf clover, uh, you know, anything that you do for good luck. Uh, we need a, a really good bid come, to come in on the ACE building. Uh, certainly it needs to be under what our uh maximum allowable spend is available on the building uh, but we'd also uh, like to be able to do a little bit more than what we had uh, what we've had planned and so a good bid would help us out uh, so that'll be on Tuesday of next week I just got out of a meeting uh, very first meeting with our architect on the Flory Chapel project and so uh, we are kicking that off and uh, the looking at the schedule it looks like uh, if everything goes perfectly uh, construction will begin on that project uh, next October, the 20, uh, 2020, October, so less than a year from now, about 10 months from now, and then uh, should open in June of 2021, so about nine months construction or renovation uh, on that project. And so it's good to see the calendar on that and uh, exciting to start having some discussion about how that building might come back to life. And, um, and so over the break, 
There are also a couple of things that will be happening. I know that we're going to take some trees down, uh, both here on campus, some of the pine trees that have died. Uh, they'll, be, they'll have people out here taking those trees down. They're also going to take some trees down over at the uh, golf course. And so uh, people need to be aware and uh, paying attention if they're on campus or out playing golf. The uh, Chick-fil-A is also going to be going under a renovation, and I know that's a project that, uh, again, you've helped on as part of your duties as, uh, uh, <laughs> I guess, part-time auxiliary director. <laughs> I know. Uh, I never know what to say. I'm like, well, <laughs> sort of. <laughs> yeah. So what do, yes. what, do we, what do you think we're going to see with the Chick-fil-A well, renovation? We're going to kick that off right after graduation. Again, graduation's on Friday the 13th, and um, on December 16th, we'll start that refresh. And it's not a complete renovation, but we'll, you'll see some new floors in there. Um, We'll probably see some new artwork, uh, painting. Um, we're going to take down one of the one of the walls and the seating area and just make it um, more comfortable, more pleasing um, aesthetically. Um, some new equipment in the back, things that you won't see, um, and a thorough cleaning. So yes. I'm excited. I bet. So uh, and we should be done by January 6th. Okay. So. That would be great. And uh, mm -hmm. I know there's a lot of people in the community that like to come out and have some Chick-fil-A. They need to, to know that we'll be shut down Correct. during that renovation time. And so uh, they'll have to uh, find other other ways to accommodate their chicken needs. Mm -hmm. uh, but we'll be back open early in January and then come back on campus. And yes. uh, I know the students will be excited to be back with us. Uh, as always, everybody's always excited when the new semester starts and mm -hmm. everybody gets to come back to school after uh, a month or so off. But uh, they can look forward to the new Chick-fil-A, or at least the renovated Chick-fil-A space, and uh, we're uh, excited to have that done. There's a couple other uh, smaller project, uh, projects also going on uh, over the uh, break. I know one of our, the parking lot out in front of the Student Success Center, uh, Storm Dome, will be uh, refinished. Uh, mm -hmm. I guess retarred and restriped, and so that will be nice. And I think they're going to try to do some changes to the way that the uh, parking slots are laid out, so that flow will be a little bit better. That's a uh, it's a it's a difficult parking lot to get in and out of, uh, mm -hmm. just because of the way that it's laid out. And so hopefully we can uh, make that a little bit better. So over the break, uh, when students come back, they'll be able to see uh, some some uh, minor adjustments along the way. Uh, some upcoming events before we get to uh, the end of the semester or uh, very quickly after the semester. Uh, we, we mentioned commencement, but early on commencement Friday, Friday the 13th, we're going to be having the uh, uh, kickoff of the renovations for the ACE building. So Senator uh, Freddie Powell Sims will be with us along with the other legislators, uh, Mike Chokas, uh, that helped us uh, get that building uh the the, uh, the funding for that building renovation and so we're going to do a uh, ceremony at uh, 10 o'clock in the morning out in front of the ace building to help uh, get that project started i said we're going to open the uh, bids on the 10th and so uh, that'll be on tuesday and then on friday we'll have the ceremony should have the architect the architect and the uh, contractor along with our our local state representatives there with us so that'll be good uh, sunday night uh, coming up uh, just a couple days from now, we have Waffles with the Weavers. That's always one of my favorite events of, this, of the semester, and I know Christy has a great time. Uh, 9 p.m. on Sunday night, we'll be in there making waffles, uh, 
eggs, bacon, biscuits, sausage, gravy, all kinds of stuff. And uh, that's uh, a lot of fun. We're doing it on a Sunday night this year, and uh, we hope everybody will come out and and uh, have a good time. I know that uh, we were just talking about they dropped the shirts off in uh, in the office a little while ago, and shirts look good. And uh, I, we, This is definitely my favorite shirt so far. They are wonderful. Yeah, they're really nice. And, maybe uh, it's so, gold outside. Maybe it's cold outside. <laughs> gold outside. It's gold maybe outside. it's gold outside <laughs> yeah. because uh, it's certainly lots of gold on campus this year, and we're excited about that. But uh, the students line up early. Uh, give away, they give away quite a few T-shirts, and so... Uh, we hope everyone comes out and spends a couple hours with us uh, preparing for those finals, uh, Sunday late night uh, studying, I'm sure. And then a couple things coming up in uh, January I want to make sure everybody's aware of. One of them is the alumni night at the Atlanta Hawks basketball game. We are scheduled for Saturday, January the 18th. The game is uh, at 7.30 p.m. It doesn't say here on the flyer who the Atlanta Hawks are playing. I guess it doesn't really. Oh, yeah, it does. Detroit Pistons. Detroit Pistons and the Atlanta Hawks on January the 18th. So uh, I can't remember the last time I went to an NBA basketball game. It was in Oklahoma City, but I don't remember how long ago that was. So I'm sure it's fun. I've never been. Well, then we should go and check it out. (laughs) And uh, we've reserved Tower 212 at the State Farm Arena. So that'll be a lot of fun with our alumni and uh, friends there in uh, Atlanta. So I hope everybody that wants to go will sign up. Also want to mention the uh, Made in America's art show, art exhibit uh, will be taking place in Macon, the Macon Arts Gallery on uh, January the 3rd from 5 to 8 p.m. first Friday in Macon. And uh, this is really unique because it's uh, the faculty members from our fine arts uh, department, the visual arts faculty, uh, Charles Wells, Keaton Wynn, Justin Hodges, and Laurel Robinson will all be uh, showcasing their work and talking about Georgia Southwestern and the opportunities that students uh, and artists have here at GSW. So I want to congratulate uh, all of them for the show and uh, thank them for uh, promoting Georgia Southwestern in, in, uh, in an area that is a very fruitful and important recruiting area for us. So uh, those things are coming up uh, soon, and I just wanted to make sure that uh, people knew about those things. Now, a couple other things that I thought were interesting. Uh, I, I think you saw, I, I hope you saw, the uh, College of Business uh, picked up another uh, great uh, endorsement. The uh, online, uh, what is it, accounting, uh, online accounting degree was selected as one of the top 60 best accounting degree programs for 2020 by Intelligent.com, a trusted resource for online degree rankings. And if I read this right, they, re- they uh, analyzed 269 schools and uh, they, they selected the top 60 and then listed them all, but didn't list them in um, rank order. They just list them, listed them alphabetically. So I would, uh, I'm assuming that we were in the top five. Oh, probably number one. Yeah, I would think so. So uh, <laughs> I think they just did that so that everybody else wasn't embarrassed. Correct. Uh, but we know, I mean, we feel pretty confident about where we would have come up, but I still think that's really nice that mm-hmm. we got, uh, and that was schools all across the country, 
269 of them and so to be in the top 60 tells us we have a pretty good program and I think they were looking at not just the quality of the education but uh, the opportunity to be employed when you're finished and then they look long term at outcomes where people right. were and and what they were doing and so uh, i know you guys talk about and think about those kind of things all the time oh definitely definitely in, in our accounting program we have a great placement rate so um i'm not surprised yeah so. and uh, and they're colleagues of yours right you guys mm-hmm. kind of share similar space right you hang out you yeah. know you know a few accountants a few <laughs> <laughs> Well, the good news is, you know, when you when when you add all these up, the College of Business has uh, a, a number of these mm-hmm. uh, kinds of ratings: our MBA program, our HR program, our right. accounting program, and so you know, it's it's just uh, it, it tells me, and I think it tells everybody else that. Uh, our entire college of business and computing is really uh, doing a great job. And I think I'm really excited about the coming together of the computing and the business. And I know that uh, as faculty, you guys are really going to work over the next several years to really see how those two things come together to enhance what we do. Yes, definitely. We're looking at, um, you know, possible um, programs and, um, you know, ways to mesh those together. Um, our, you know, we had a very successful um, majors and minors, um, um, what would you call that, a session, or where we had students come in right. and really pushing those minors. But it's great to have either a business or computing major and have that uh, business or computing minor to complement it. So yeah. um, it can definitely set our students ahead um, so and much of what we're much seeing more marketable. Yeah, so yes, we're, we're seeing so much of that data, mm-hmm. uh, computer uh, mining of data, influencing business decisions, right? And and and. So now, I guess professionals really are are able to do both, right? You want, right. You, want you don't want to have those two functions separate. Separate, no, no, and it, it just yeah, it's kind of it's almost you need it, you yeah. need it. So. The technology is driving, mm-hmm. uh, and not just in business and computing, but I think in other areas, communications. Where you know, what my undergraduate degree, uh, we're starting to see technology really condensing a lot mm-hmm. of those skill sets into one thing, right? I mean, we don't teach necessarily photography and graphic design and and writing as separate entity. I mean, they're kind mm-hmm. of st- separate classes still, but now those are, uh, you know, one person. And, and, right. and uh, we're starting to see those kind of technology um, changes to the way that people do work. And so I'm excited about what we're seeing over there in the College of Business. And the good news is we've got a great College of Business. Yes. And now we've got a great College of Business and Computing. And uh, to see that develop over the next several years, I think, will be very exciting. Um, couple, one other uh, particularly uh, important thing to our uh, academic program, I want to congratulate uh, Evan Kutzler. His uh, new book is scheduled to come out, I think, next week. Uh Living by Inches, The Smells, Sounds, Tastes, and Feelings of Captivity in Civil War Prisons. And uh, I, he was nice enough to bring me by a, uh, a copy of the book, and he signed it for me. And uh, I can tell you it's very, very interesting. Uh, he's done a great job, uh, not just with the research, but in telling the stories. And uh, as the title would suggest, the smells, sounds, tastes, and feelings, you know, you really start to uh, empathize and, and almost uh, put yourself in uh, what it must have been like. And uh, so it's, it's really well done. I want to congratulate Evan for uh, getting 
that book finished, and I know that's got to be. I've never written a book, uh, but I can't imagine that there's anything much more exciting than seeing it in you know print and seeing uh, having it in your hand. So we're very uh, very proud of him and all of our faculty who do such great things. Uh, we're coming up on the uh, end of the semester, as everybody knows, and sometimes that means that we have some people leaving us. And so I want to thank uh, and recognize several people who uh, are finishing up their career here at the university. First, uh, Boris uh, Peltzberger. Dr. Peltzberger is uh, retiring. Came to GSW in 1997 and uh, became the Dean of the School of Computing and Mathematics in 1999 and uh, has served the institution really, really well over the last uh, 20, 22 years and uh, has had a great career and he's retiring here at the uh, break and so we want to congratulate him and thank him for his, uh, all of his work here at the university. Uh, Brant Fletcher, our uh, custodian or uh, not custodian, superintendent out at the uh, golf course, is uh, he's resigned and has taken a job down in Florida at a couple golf courses down there. And so we want to wish him well. He's certainly done a great job with the Griffin Bell uh, golf course, and uh, we know he'll do really well down in Florida. I guess if you're a golf course superintendent, there's no better place to be than Florida, Florida. right? Yeah. Uh, there's uh, not only are the courses great, but you you work all year round in mm -hmm. pretty nice weather and. Um, there's always another course that probably could uh, keep you busy. And then uh, John Fox, uh, who's been uh, working with our international students for the last 18 and a half years. Uh, John has also announced his uh, intentions to uh, not come back after the break. And so... Uh, I didn't know that. Well, that's... Uh, uh, maybe this is breaking news, but I got noticed uh, earlier uh, this week that he had uh, uh, sent in his letter of resignation. And so we want to thank John for his years and years of service. He's done a great job. Boy, what a great influence on uh, people. Yeah. And uh, we're, we're certainly appreciative of everything that John has done. All right. A um, couple other things that uh, we want to talk about that uh, are kind of interesting from a national uh, perspective. And uh, one of those is mental health. Uh, one of the things we talk about quite a bit here on campus is making sure that we're providing all of the uh, necessary resources for our students. And uh, I saw a note today or, or earlier this week that uh, they did a survey of, of uh, Three dozen public universities, Associated Press did this, and the number of students seeking treatment for mental health problems has, has almost doubled in the last five years. And so uh, we know we're seeing that happen on campus, and I don't know exactly what it is. Uh, you know, you're in the classroom a little bit more, uh, and so you know, our students need that help, and uh, as institutions, we have to find ways to be able to provide those services. Right. And so... Well, that's, that's a constant struggle for us, uh, is to make sure we have not only the number of uh, counselors available, but the quality and the right kind. And, uh, and so that's an that's a ongoing challenge that we see. Uh, the other one is uh, enrollment in teacher uh, preparation programs is down by, uh, nationally, down by a third uh, over the last several years. And so uh, we're starting to, I think we feel that some in our uh, College of Education, and uh, it certainly impacts our 
enrollment, but more importantly, we got to start thinking about what's that going to happen? What does that mean to teachers, right? right? How many teachers are we going to have in our region? And you've got, uh, you still got uh, a couple of boys in, uh, in school. And so uh, having high school teachers and junior high teachers is important to you, I'm it's sure. very important. And, uh, you know, starting to, you know, and I, and I think this kind of cycles up and cycles down uh, mm-hmm. over the years it has. Uh, we're in kind of a down cycle. But uh, when you live in rural communities and rural part of the state like we do, uh, if you're not able to keep those high schools with great quality teachers, then, you know, it starts to impact, uh, for in our case here at the university, it starts to impact the students that come to us. Absolutely, and, yeah. yeah. The administration, the, the teachers need, need to be strong. So. Yeah, because we want to we wanna be able to pick them up and mm-hmm. uh, take them where we think they need to be. And uh, if they're not at the right level when they get to us, that's uh, certainly a concern. But I thought that was interesting, something we're going to keep our eye on as, uh, as we continue to try to uh, not just grow that program, but uh, develop uh, great teachers for our region. And so, um, all right, it's holiday season. So what's your favorite holiday food item? Ooh. I mean, I, I've, I've had so far, uh, I've had chocolate, uh, some, somebody brought me some chocolates and then we had these little, uh, snowball cookies. Uh-huh. Uh, okay. They were all right. Christy loves them. Um, uh, but, uh, Chex Mix, I think is my favorite. Just plain Chex Mix? I love Chex Mix. I mean, with chocolate and stuff? No, no, no. Just like Chex Mix, right? I just. I don't think that'd be in my top ten. That's not on your top. Okay. Uh -uh. You know, it's the only time of the year I get it. Yeah. And so, but for some reason, I just think it's, I I like it. I, you know, different varieties, but I like it. So any particular holiday food item that kind of shows up at this time of the year that you really enjoy? Hmm. I would say... I can't think of any. Nothing. <laughs> Nothing. All right. There's lots that I like that I don't eat. Yeah, that's certainly okay. Okay, well, let's let's try Christmas song. Do you have a favorite Christmas song? You don't get to hear it all year long, except for the month between Thanksgiving and Christmas. What do you think? I don't, I you know what? I love Jingle Bells, but yeah? my kids sing it all year long. So, <laughs> so. Okay, Jingle Bells. That sounds good. I like Vince Vance and the Valiants. All I want for Christmas is you. That's my favorite. It's uh, and it's on my playlist, and every mm-hmm. once in a while it pops up in the middle of June, and I'm like, I still like it. I don't care what time of the year it is. So, but it, it hits the rotation a little bit more often uh, this time of the year. So, uh, all right, any any holiday traditions or um, things that you do uh, on a regular basis, year after year, that you think are kind of fun or that you look forward to? Mm, I mean, I. I I still have a little one, so we still visit Santa Claus, so right. I'm still enjoying that. Um, and um, my favorite thing is putting up the Christmas tree and decorating, and just the progression over the years with my children, because you know when they were really little, my younger son, Mason, he would throw the ornaments and see if they stuck oh, in the, the tree. tree. Oh, interesting <laughs> way to do them. it. So that's why we had cheap ornaments. So <laughs> I'll, I'll be looking forward to buying nicer ornaments in the future. But um, probably decorating and, and just the excitement. You yeah. know, when you watch kids and how excited they get. And I still get excited about Christmas. So yeah. um, it's a great time of year. It is a fun time of the year. One of the things that I remember uh, growing up is... Uh, 
stockings. Mm-hmm. I loved opening, getting my stocking. And uh, my mom was great at just putting in a whole bunch of random things, right? And uh, But I, I loved it. And But the, the thing that I always remember the most is that my dad every year would get a bottle of ketchup. <laughs> And I had to ask, you know, what, why? And apparently when he was growing up, ketchup was a, a luxury. Mm-hmm. And so once a year he'd get a bottle of ketchup and he loved ketchup and he put it on everything. And, <laughs> and, uh, but, and so he just always grew up. He always got a bottle of ketchup yeah, in his stocking as a part of Christmas. And so uh, every year we try to make sure my dad continues to get some ketchup so that he's ma- able to maintain his ketchup uh, issue throughout his life, but uh, does he eat ketchup sandwiches? Uh, I don't think I don't think ketchup's as big a deal now sandwiches. as it used to be. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> you know, he's uh, it, it was just, and I you know obviously when I grew up we had ketchup all the time, but it was it was clearly a, a memory of his yeah. that uh, got passed down, and so I think I get like barbecue sauce now or something. It's just you know funny, but uh, that I just for some reason that, that remind remembers I remember that. And it makes me remember that, you know, all of us have something unique and special mm-hmm. about us that our grandparents or our great grandparents started. And, uh, you know, and each family's a little different. And I think that's what makes it so fun is uh, to, to hear and to talk about and uh, remember some of those things. So, all right. Um, we talked about tests. Mm-hmm. So think back to your days when you were taking tests and compare that to now would you rather take a final or would you rather make and grade a final oh make and grade a final oh yeah (laughs) Yeah. it's not that bad well it's like i have to i've had to get past saying this really isn't that hard because i'm making it so (laughs) i don't think it's that hard because i've made all the questions and i know the answers so i've tried to stop i've tried to stop saying that um but yeah i would definitely i i can remember back from when i was in school and i i would be very nervous going into a final so um so definitely yeah making it and grading it Okay, I've heard I've heard that grading and and I mean you got five classes so that's a I've lot of grading lot. to I do. I don't I don't even want to think about it right now. Yeah. But I've got a lot of projects too. I mean because there's usually you know they go hand in hand. So a lot of a lot of things to do over the next week. Yeah, I'm sure. Well, we're glad you do it, and uh, I know the students are always glad when they finish the class. Yes. And they are anxious for their score mm-hmm. and their final grade, and so. Right. Uh, I know that you guys are always under a time crunch to kind of get that done, and mm-hmm. I, I, I would imagine it's uh, hectic, but we appreciate the effort and uh, uh, attention to the details to make sure that that happens. Uh, a couple more things I wanted to uh, mention before we go today. Um, Angel Tree that uh, is available, uh, the deadline was extended, I think, through the, oh, I want to say the 12th so i think it's next week uh, around thursday will be the last day you can deliver presents christy and i got uh, our angels uh, the other night at the uh, lights on ceremony cranes christmas and uh, we'll be shopping this weekend for our angels so i want to encourage anyone who uh, hasn't done that yet i think i heard yesterday there were about 60 uh, angels left i think we started with uh, over 400 so uh, if we can get those last 60 that'll be every um, every youngster that's in foster care in uh, in americas will get a present from gsw and from 
folks here in the community. And so uh, really appreciate all the people that have made that happen. Uh, and speaking of Christmas presents, uh, got this nice, nice note today. And I, this, I don't know if this will be up your alley or not, but uh, pet rats are available. Uh, hmm. Millersville University, uh, their psychology department has uh, 16 rats that are up for adoption. Um, they were part of a behavioral study, but they're now, I guess, too old to study. They're six months old. And so if you need one, uh, they would <laughs> like to send them out in groups because rats are apparently social animals. And uh, they're looking for places where they will have a nice home and can live out the rest of their rat life in luxury, I guess. So interested in any pet rats. You know, I, I'm trying I'm trying to be open minded here and I just I can't I don't I don't think I can do it. I don't think so either. <laughs> I wonder if they will actually get be able to give away sixteen rats. I don't know. You know that I, don't get eaten by snakes. I, I mean no. I had a friend in high school that had pet rats, but her dad owned a pet shop, so it made sense. So <laughs> I don't well, know. Are they cuddly? I you know, I don't can you imagine cuddling with a rat? No. I can't either. I can't either. So when they say they're social animals, I don't know what that means. Are they social? I mean, I took it as they were social with each other, I, but yeah. I wouldn't imagine they would be like social with people. I, I had a hamster and it used to bite me, so yeah. I, I don't know. Okay. Well, enough about rats. I don't want to end on a rat story, uh, but I, I do want to, uh, unfortunately, I don't think we can end on a real positive note uh, this this week, but uh, we knew every year, uh, this time of the year, we need to remember uh, Jody Smith and Nick Smar, two officers uh, that were uh, killed uh, Saturday morning uh, at 9, uh, 9.40. Is that when we ring in the bells? Um, we'll, be, we'll be here remembering uh, the two officers and the, the, the tragic loss of life that uh, was that hit this campus and hit our community uh, three years ago and so uh, if you are around on Saturday morning and uh, would like to uh, remember and, and help our campus police officers remember their comrades uh, I hope you'll come up and uh, spend some time with them uh, I, I'll try to get there about I'm going to try to get there about 930 so that, so that we'll be there for the uh, actual time and and uh, again remembering uh, the loss uh, and standing with those uh, men and women who uh, stand up for us every day. And so that's coming up uh, tomorrow on Saturday morning and we uh, encourage everyone to take a minute to remember uh, Jody Smith and Nick Smar for their sacrifice um, as we wrap up this semester and, and wrap up um, uh, the end of our uh, time here at the uh, at the university before we all go off and celebrate the holidays so um, it's important for this university to not forget those those guys or uh, that time um, well Amber thanks for being here yes, with thank us you. Uh, we are looking forward to an exciting commencement ceremony and we know that it will be fantastic because you've spent <laughs> six months preparing it and uh, there's nothing that could possibly go wrong nothing. and if it does we won't notice you'll be yeah. the only one that notices that yeah. it's wrong and um, everybody else will think it's awesome as usual uh, but I do I do want to thank you for doing that it's uh, it, it is a special day and uh, we're excited to do it twice this year and uh, we'll see if 
I hope that doesn't cause any issues, but as you said, uh, a lot of people working mm -hmm. uh, a little bit more volunteer hours, helping a little bit more, but we think we're going to have a, a really great ceremony for the students and their families. And uh, if, if you do this for a living and you don't go watch the students hug their mom and dad or their spouse or their kids, uh, 15 minutes after graduating and see the mm -hmm. tears in their eyes and see the, uh, the, the, their face, the, pa the parents' faces to see their students graduating. Uh, I think you're missing out on what it is that we do and why we do it. And uh, when you think that uh, our undergraduates in particular, still 50% of them are the first person in their family to ever graduate right. from a university. Um, to, to realize what that moment means to them and to their family. That's why they bring 15 or 20 mm -hmm. people. And uh, to see that family react is pretty special. It's a very special time. I, I do tear up during graduation. Yeah. So, and, and some of the students, you know, I've followed them since, you know, they've been freshmen. Yeah. And I just can't, I'm like, they're all grown up. And, and it's, you know, I say it to them, I say it to the freshmen when they come. What happens here in four years, mm -hmm. the impact on them, the, the growing up that they do, is more than the other 18 years of their life combined right. and it, it's spectacular uh, but I, every every once in a while it doesn't happen all the time but every once in a while a student will be coming across the stage to get their diploma and they'll be crying and that gets me because mm -hmm. man how special must that be how what will they what I always think what have they gone through to get to this point to where walking across this stage is bringing them to tears and that, those are the ones that just get me. And I, I, I want to hug them and, and ask them, you know, tell me how, you know, how did this happen? What did you go through? Uh, I usually can't find them afterwards, uh, but uh, you know it means something. And uh, so I, I would just encourage everybody, uh, if you haven't seen that, if you haven't been a part of that, uh, come out and, and be, be here for it because it's a very, very special time. I want to wish everybody a special uh, holiday season. Uh, this will be uh, our last podcast of this semester. We'll be back in January when we get things rolling again. Bob's going to take a few weeks off and uh, not have to come up and see me every Friday afternoon. But uh, we'll get back to what's in the cup next semester, early in January, and uh, get everybody back up to speed on what's going on at Georgia Southwestern. So we'll see you then. Have a great holiday.